0: (laughs) Welcome,
1: Welcome. everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show, and welcome to our new apartment. I would say we're about five to seven days away of having everything here and put in place so we can film a tour of the place. We do have some videos that we'll insert in this podcast for those of you who are watching it so you can kind of get a feel of the community. I don't know if we have any videos inside, but I'll look through my phone. But before we give you the big tour, we want to be like you know furnished
0: together but but it's
1: almost there and and the one thing we're waiting on are some bar stools so that we can shoot our podcast at the bar and uh we'll be up high so i brought out my editing desk into the living room we found some decent lighting here Uh, we got our lights up here so we're going to do today's episode from our living room in a makeshift podcast studio but we're eventually going to move over once our bar stools get here which i believe is friday and we've got probably 10 other items coming from amazon today like little bathroom trash cans, um, what else? So many Paper little pieces holder. that
0: come together that you don't realize until you move. Like, oh, wait, we really need that, you know? Yeah. Like even the uh, curtains in our shower, we were like, wait, we need these ASAP so we can shower, you know, or towels. Um, normally people will have that kind of stuff, but we ended up getting rid of a lot of it because we did a big cross-country move. So
1: we had a yeah. Well, we had we had um, you know the sheets after eight months in storage too. It was yeah. like hot and all of that. Uh, but we'll get into that. So let's hop <laughs> into the episode and then we'll talk about our new place. I think we want to touch on Britney Spears as well. I know Alyssa is a huge fan and there's a lot happening with her and it's also super interesting uh, with her conservatorship. Is that what it's called conservatorship? Yes. Yes. And kind of—well, we'll we'll get into that as well. I I get ahead of myself. But anyway, welcome, everyone, to The Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to follow the page, that would be amazing. And if you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you think we deserve a five-star review and you want to give us a five-star review, that would be awesome. Uh, we've been putting out content now for almost four years. We are absolutely having a blast, and we couldn't be doing what we'd love to do without all of you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for showing up every Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, whenever you watch the show. We appreciate you so much. And um, before we hop in, let's do the sponsor today.
0: Let's do the sponsor today. But I think today, Mr. I'm gonna Freddie I'm gonna do Smith it because I'm on a roll. It. He's on a roll. Let's do it, baby.
1: Here we go. Today's episode of the Freddie and Alyssa Show is brought to you by Harper Collins with the Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. This isn't gonna become a competition, but just comment below if I <laughs> knock this out of the park a little better than Alyssa. But we're 50-50, we <laughs> We're equal. So kind of don't do that. <laughs> If you're looking for the perfect feel good summer read, look no further because you can now sit back, relax, and enjoy the New York Times best selling book in paperback The Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. So the premise.
0: (laughs) The premise. Tell me about the premise. I gotta hear it.
1: Surrounds a woman named Natalie Harper who after her mother's death inherits a charming but financially strapped bookshop in San Francisco and becomes a caretaker for her ailing grandfather. Books provide welcome solace for her, grief, and struggle. People Magazine calls the book a feel-good family saga, a charming tale about the silver linings of unwanted detours. This read is perfect for readers of Jennifer Weiner and Emily Henry. Whether it's your top pick for a book club, or you're just looking to enjoy a great read poolside, on the beach, or on vacay or in a hammock, you can head over to harpercollins.com. That is harpercollins, H-A-R-P-E-R-C-O-L-L-I-N-S.com, and grab yourself a copy of the Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs.
0: Whoa. So Whoa. Amazon's
1: coming today with some paper towel holders. Uh, we have a curtain rod coming.
0: Listen, I give you... A- a 10 out of 10 on that for the audio, but next time when you do it, you have to look at that and look up as you're stating it.
1: Listen. Just it's about bringing people kinky. on an audio <laughs> journey. They, everyone just—they, they, I was—they they weren't looking at me. They were listening they to were the listening. story. They were really
0: there with you. They I mean, I gotta to say, so many colors. It was great.
1: You know what's interesting is I had to read this first, and thank you for the colors. Um, I learned that <laughs> from my acting coach on the set of Days of Our Lives, Maria, who mm-hmm. taught me about colors. That—that that is what makes you a, perf- a performer an actor is finding colors in your speeches, in your monologues, because you don't want to just be one tone. Mm -hmm. You want to have colors. You don't want it to seem like it was prepared. But (laughs) I also had to read it first because I still have not overcome my fear of reading publicly, even though this isn't live. Um, We used to do promo work for days every now and then oh. for the foreign markets and they'd be like you just want to pop in real quick and i was like well what am i going to say and there's like a teleprompter and i'm like i gotta read the teleprompter while you're sitting there so i would work up a good sweat but no one knew and everyone used to say i did a great you did job Did a
0: great job so That's i think it's where... just an
1: insecurity of mine because i was never like a reader i would do the thing that most kids not most kids but someday where you'd count in read the ahead. school to yeah. read ahead so that You know, for some reason, the words jumble when I'm put on the spot, but I can improv and go in front of a crowd. But if I had to sit and read a book in front of a crowd I've never read before.
0: You know, it's so funny how our brains work so differently because you've always been like that. You're like, look, I will go and improv. I can – anyone can ask me any question. I can just go, go, go. And for me, I – prefer to read stuff like I remember back in the day like when I do coaching calls sometimes I if it was like for people calling in and listening, I'd always have notes and I I can easily like read it and also speak it if that makes sense.
1: But why do you need to look at it? I don't know. Is it a is it a fear of losing your place and going blank?
0: No, because We've done a lot of different types of events before where they ask questions and I I can roll with that. I don't know. Maybe just because I'm so type eight and I love control and I just love to know that there's no way I could ever mess up if it's right in front of me. Maybe.
1: I think if you know what you're talking about, though, you're not going to mess it up. I think that's where maybe people get. Like, if you really know your subject
0: matter, like if you were going to get up
1: on stage right now in front of 10,000 people and they're going to ask you real estate questions, we're not ready for that. Right. Yeah. Well... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there are certain industries that I could sit in front of 10,000 people and feel so confident knowing most of what the answers are going to be yeah. and then say, I don't know to the ones I don't. Yeah. But I think once you become a expert or near an expert in a certain field, then that's when the comfortability comes sure. because you're just genuinely talking about what you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes complete sense. I don't know. Maybe it just goes back to when I was younger. I really just like to be overprepared, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know, just different styles of learning, I suppose. So I think you did a great job, though, to circle well, back and well, bring it a pretty you. little Well, thank you. Thank you. Very good well, job.
1: <laughs> let's hop into um, our apartment. Um, I never thought eight months ago after we left the apartment life that I would want to be in an apartment. We had a list of four options. I know you're not going to believe it, but I made lists and I made this charts guy? and pros and cons. When we were looking to move to Florida, we said... Do we want to rent an apartment or townhome was option one, Airbnb option two, go stay with our parents for the summer Mm -hmm. and go back and forth from Jersey to Cleveland, um, (laughs) or buy a house. So we had four options. We wrote them all down. And the worst option was renting an apartment for many reasons. And, um... So I was like, we're done with this. And then right. once we were staying in that really nice house and having the freedom and having grass, like I loved having space. Um, and then, I, and then we, we started looking and we've, we've told the story, so I'm not going to go over it um, again to bore you all. But we landed on wanting an apartment and I am so happy with the result.
0: I am too.
1: Do you think it happened? Like what, why do you think we feel so good about the apartment when we were so against it just a few months ago?
0: That's a really great question because I remember having this talk with my mom going man I'm just going to be like it makes me sick inside thinking if we would have to go back to an apartment because we got so used to having a yard for him but I think we started getting really stressed out because we had no sense of home no roots We we didn't have our furniture our stuff since september and we just really crave that place to live and we ended up finding where we moved to now brand new building really incredible price which makes the feeling of wow my overhead isn't that big it just relaxes you and i just i feel like i'm i've been in a better mood since moving in here than i have all year because like i don't feel as stressed out maybe and then that's one of them yeah definitely a big kicker and I just feel that an apartment or apartment living in Florida is very different than Los Angeles. In LA, there are a lot of people that are aspiring to be, you know, musicians or actors. They have very untraditional hours. And I think that's where our issue with the neighbors would come into play because, you know, a lot of kids might be partying late, or maybe you're an artist and you're doing your music until four in the morning when you're inspired, like whatever that might be. And here it's more families, everyone's on a schedule. And I haven't seen that many people because this isn't that filled yet.
1: Yeah, this particular building. This
0: building. Um, But it just feels so like home. Having our stuff back just makes my heart so happy. We just are able to have like like space again. I don't know, what do you think?
1: Well, I, I think what really helped us by accident was doing that hotel. For 10 days yes. because we we went from the massive house to a 300 square foot hotel and after a week I felt really good there yeah you know it was definitely the floors felt funny on our feet it was <laughs> it was clean but you know I mean there's so much foot traffic in a hotel um, but we managed and then we stayed in an Airbnb that that her parents um, you know because they moved into their house there was a couple extra weeks there so we stayed there for like a week And I think just getting our space and having our furniture, because any of you who rent, I don't know if it's just me, but I I get a little anxiety about holes in the wall or banging things. You're like, oh, there's the security deposit. But when you're in a furnished house, not only are the walls a problem, but it's like, ooh, the end table now, we can't have a ring on the end table or, oh, we can't do this to the couch or you can't get, like, everything about it, you're just thinking to yourself, every little problem is gonna be a security deposit issue. And so I was anxious about everything in the Airbnb. So there was something special about getting our stuff back and 80% of the stuff we haven't seen. So we were opening up boxes and it was bringing me back to September. I mean, it's almost July, like 10 months ago. Um, of our stuff. Yeah. And so we threw away a lot of stuff, but there was a lot of like just stuff that I was like, oh, this is ours and it feels really good. Yep. And I think the thing that makes this apartment to have another plus is that we got the top floor mm-hmm. at a great price. Mm-hmm. Um, the location is five minutes from her parents' house and her parents got us a pass. So their resort that they're, they paid a lot of money to live, we have a pass that we can go use all those amenities mm-hmm. as if we're in this like, you know, very expensive resort that we have access to that's down the street. We have breakfast places, lunch places, bars, grocery stores, like everything you need almost in walking distance, like a couple minutes. It's right by the main freeway that you can get anywhere you want or shoot up to Orlando or Disney or anything like that. And it's also tucked away enough um the pool is like something i've never seen before the hot tub can fit like 15 people the gym i would give a nine out of ten they are missing some essential equipment (laughs)
0: like what (laughs) he was having a talk with this other guy in there today
1: yeah because he was he was like stacked and i I was like hey man he goes hey what's up i was like there's no bench there's no flat bench in here yeah he goes yeah i was talking about that they're supposed to order it and he goes but i haven't seen anything yet so, you know, to do a bench press, to do like 50% of the gym workout, the flat bench that you can adjust up to do incline or flies. Well, we or have anything. one of those
0: in our garage. We also got a garage here, which.
1: That was my, my fourth oh, point.
0: Here, keep going. No, 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 no. I want you to go. I really want to hear We what have that a to garage,
1: <laughs> and we didn't know we needed a garage. Um, we just started looking at our big pieces, going, this isn't going to fit in this apartment. We also don't want clutter. I don't want closets that you open up to be just packed. And we were going to get a storage unit, but to fit the stuff, it'd be like 250 a month. And that defeats the purpose of the huge discount we're getting by living in an apartment. So we said, well, what? there's like garages right outside yeah. of our window and like alongside that you can, you know, park in or use as storage. $100 a month. That's it for a 10 by 15 garage. And so we added that to our rent. Which storage would have
0: been more. Would
1: have we... been like 250 yeah. for that. And it wouldn't have been here. So not only did we put our big couch, did we put, you know, a love seat, did we put my workout equipment, which I'm going to sell now, except for the flat bench I'm going to bring to the gym every Monday when we do chest. (laughs) Um, But we also put our Christmas tree, our Christmas decorations, our sweaters, our, you know, like just tons of things that you don't use on a daily basis. Ironing board. Um, oh, we do have that? We do have that in there. I used Rinko until... Releaser no, on this today. We need
0: to get the ironing board. I didn't know well, we still had that. Well, it's easy peasy. Hey, maybe I'll go after this.
1: And there's dollies. Me and my dad, uh, in our first time moving out of the Airbnb, bought these two flat dollies, which on a U-Haul truck is useless. But to move around up a ramp and into an elevator, stacking boxes or heavy things is great. Yeah. So we use those. So the whole entire garage is full, like unbelievably full of how much stuff we really have. <laughs> but this way we don't have to sell it. It's a hundred bucks a month. And I love that it declutters our place, which I think is really important. So having it brand new on the top, great location, um, with that garage, uh, with this cute little laundry room that just makes it feel a little more like home, having an extra room. um, And ultimately the price is just a home run. So the only thing, please send your prayers and good vibes. That if when when neighbors move in next door, that it's a family or it's just like just normal people who listen to music or watch movies at reasonable hours, right. and there's no noise because that's my only fear is just please don't let but it be here, young kids who are up till three in the morning playing though, music. Too, that's my only thing. Is
0: that we don't live like right next to a college or in a downtown area where you might get that. This I feel is a very like family oriented area if you're gonna live here. So that's true. I think we're gonna be just every.
1: Fine. Have you seen anyone who wasn't a family person? No,
0: everyone has kids.
1: Well, the two people, the dude we saw, the buff dude at the gym, which I think we'll all be able buff to talk. Dude at the gym. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Now that I've introduced myself, Are I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna make name? some friends. Yeah. Um. And then we saw a girl walk into the gym too. I don't know if they're. Well, it's funny because if they're, I'd say they're in their late twenties.
0: Yeah.
1: Which. A lot of people in their late twenties have kids. Maybe they do have kids. Maybe they do. We don't know, but it's a big family-oriented no. place, so um, it, it feels it feels good. It feels simple. It's easy to clean, and it's allowing us to invest in other things we want to do. Yep. Um, we paid off two these little credit cards that have been super annoying, which feels amazing. Yeah. If any of you have credit card debt, get rid of it as soon as possible. Yeah. This is a good way that I look at it is that if you're gonna so if, even for us like when we build a business or we're building content or we're doing any source of income
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've understood the work that goes in to generating five hundred dollars a month people who invest in real estate if you buy a duplex or a real estate property before that thing's paid off you might be making three to four hundred dollars a month only yeah so think about the work to buy a house, rent it out, have tenants, put up that kind of money to be getting $400 a month or to start an online content business or to do sales or marketing or anything like that from home, it's not easy to make 500. And it's, you know, so we understand the value of that. So I start looking at credit cards going, if we're paying 500 a month, if we just pay this off, that's $500 a month that we're essentially receiving in perpetuity. If you just never put money on the cards again and i was telling our friend that too because he had 800 a month total with his four yeah. credit cards and i'm like dude as soon as you pay those off that's 800 more a month that is essentially in your pocket and yeah. it's the easiest yeah. 800 you will make yeah especially if you're just starting off yep. so it felt like a million bucks but we were you know we were moving and we're like we don't want to just throw money at the cards, so we were paying minimum for a while but as soon as we moved in here and we signed the lease yeah. we're like this is going to be Way less expensive. let's just pay these cards off and and it felt amazing we
0: got six weeks free here that was part of the promo
1: yeah so there's that I forgot
0: about that too so we don't
1: owe <laughs> we don't owe rent until no. August fifteenth. So for the next six weeks the rent is off of the bills. so yet again we're gonna um, you know use that money for shop till you
0: drop I we've mean, been
1: shopping till we <laughs> drop it I
0: know I know but We've gotten everything, I think, that we need. Yes. You know, and we really did. We wanted to make it feel comfortable, homey. And I just, I really am just so grateful and thankful that we found this place. And I always say, you know, trust the timing of life. The right place will always present itself. You know you just got to really sit and think and figure things out because even the whole moving situation for us we didn't rush and make the choice we really sat on it for a long time we looked at everything we wanted to do in this next year and our goals and what's happening and it was just the best fit for us so i feel really happy about our choice and we have a lot of um just interesting things that we're going to be doing soon so it's it's great that we have this home base here
1: yeah, we we were able to to, to we have a notebook of uh, of everything. So it's like very very soon now that we're settled because we're going to be completely in by like Saturday. And we've been doing really good. Yeah, you know, because on a side of us starting some new things, um, we've been kind of putting that off. But we have been maintaining. We do our public podcast every Wednesday. We do our members podcast on Sunday. You've been crushing real estate. Um, I mean, there's been so much going on. Plus, just yeah. like. Moving. moving and living life and traveling to Kansas and so we've yeah we, we haven't been putting off what we've been doing but just the new project that we're going to be starting um is is almost ready to go so that'll be very are we going to be
0: starting tomorrow filming
1: it potentially
0: all right potentially so we'll just
1: <laughs> we'll just wait just a little bit before we we share um what it all came to but uh, we, we've been we've been wanting to expand the YouTube and Facebook channel. And we've been dabbling with different ideas over the, the past four months. And a lot of them are really good ideas and ideas that I think we'll eventually do. Yeah. But there's one in particular that took the precedent over everything else. And it's what we basically started off doing when we first got here. And um, so we have a schedule together. We mapped it out. And so that's going to be starting soon. So this way, we'll have our podcast on Wednesday. But we want to bring you more videos. Yeah. Um. We we want to start incorporating some more vlogs and and really just make this channel more make like almost make like the Freddie and Alyssa show the anchor mm-hmm. that people are like this is the anchor right. and then it's filled in with other things. It's kind of like with NBC, like Wheel of Fortune and Days of Our Lives are the anchors of that network. Right. Like you can count on those anchors and then everything else kind of moves and shifts. So I I like that we're going to start adding new things in and we want to find new anchors that will continue forever. But I love that I have just found such happiness doing the Fred and Melissa show and, um, and I just love that it's the anchor, but it's, it's time to continue to evolve. And now we've gotten settled um and with your with real estate there's going to be a lot of kind of intertwining things that we're able to do uh and then one other thing uh before we hop into the britney thing because Mm -hmm. that's just crazy to me why when we were shopping at target are the prices so high
0: well this isn't a new thing i remember probably about five years ago going to target and you're like wait a minute i thought this was a store where you could get things at an affordable price But it's not. It's not at all. I mean, and we also live near, near near-ish, like Disney. So did you realize when we walked in, this is the only time I've ever seen this at Target, they had a bunch of Disney stuff, like a huge section. Oh, yeah. And I thought, hmm, maybe because like we're actually in Disney and we're in this really crazy touristy area that prices could be even higher because literally things were insanely high.
1: Unbelievably high. high. Where un- I was, I was shocked. But then there's things that are really cheap that I was like, "This is a great deal." But just like the Hit normal stuff, I go, "Like what was something like for a, a a bathroom garbage can?" I was thinking eight bucks. Yeah, twelve would be premium. They they were 19.99 for a little black trash can. That's but why Amazon this, is I like. I was gonna
0: say it. this is why Amazon's taking over because they have incredible prices and even today. Um, I really wanted to get a down comforter that would be delivered today. And I looked at probably around 11 a.m. and they go between 2 and 6 p.m. Here are 99 results of different comforters you can get.
1: On Amazon? Yeah.
0: So between 2 and 6 in about an hour.
1: Oh, that's when it's going to. Yeah. And they're, they're even getting uh, quicker on same day or overnight or anything like
0: this was a same day order and it was something that we really needed and i didn't have to leave the apartment i was just on my phone and it was so i did have
1: fun at target
0: i did too it's a fun thing and i don't know if you guys maybe watched our stories but we kind of documented a little bit and this guy has been in charge of all of the sales for my parents at their house because basically when my parents purchased their home, it came furnished and they kept a lot of the stuff, but they also had all of the stuff from New Jersey. So they had to sell it. And Freddie's really good at just organizing all of that kind of stuff and finding different um, buyers. And we ended up getting, what was it like 400 cash that day that we went to Target?
1: That day. That day. But we, we kind of cleaned up because your mom was, was nice and she was like, we need all this stuff sold and she goes do you want to do it and i was like you know I, I would have i mean don't tell her this i would have done it for free because that's what you do for family yeah. but she was <laughs> nice and says hey i'll split it with you 50 50. <laughs> i go you've got five beds two dressers yeah you've got four nightstands all this art i'm like let's do it and it we ended up you know selling furniture you kind of get a little lower than you'd expect like i would say if it retails at 1500 getting 900 is kind of like a great deal Definitely. for them but also kind of on the higher end because we had like a bedroom set for 1500 that i was trying to sell it for i was getting like four five six hundred offers all the time yeah and then someone offered nine so we're like great but we ended up almost making 2800 wow. and then we split it so we took 1400 her parents got 1400 but um i kind of got a little addicted to it
0: <laughs> well we have a lot of stuff to sell so. and
1: they have a storage unit still with a lot of other stuff that they're not going to use and she was like sell that as well so next week i'm gonna go take pictures of it but i found that facebook marketplace is amazing yep even though the last people that i sold the bedroom set to was on OfferUp.
0: that's right so
1: offer up and let go I think merged
0: and they came all the way from Tampa with like a huge truck
1: yeah so I'm happy I did that but I was getting really low offers yeah so I don't know if that was just what we were selling but on Facebook I think people feel comfortable because they can see your face I can click on the person's profile and go oh okay
0: Yep. it makes it a lot easier and it's interesting because back in 2016 when we had our place in Boca, but then you ended up getting a contract with the show. So we were by coastal for a couple of months, ended up deciding, hey, this is crazy. Let's just move back to California full-time. However, we had all of our stuff in Florida. So I was like, okay, let's sell it. And back then they didn't have Facebook Marketplace. So I ended up doing Craigslist, um, which sounds like sketchy, but I ended up meeting some wonderful people. And there was this one time, there was one bar stool I was selling, and this guy came over, and it it was supposed to be at, like, 5 o'clock, and it ended up being, like, 7.30, and I was alone. And I was like, I think I was texting you or my friend. I was like, hey, if you don't hear from me in 30 minutes, like, can you come by? Because you were in California. But um, he ended up coming in. And he like tested the seat out and it was just so awkward because like imagine trying to like test a seat. Out.
1: You're just, like sitting there.
0: <laughs> and he was like, Okay, I'll take it. And then he put the money down and just took the stool and walked out. And it just all these funny things that can happen when you're doing that. But we ended up selling pretty much everything, and it was all through Craigslist. So now that they have Facebook Marketplace, I'm just thinking for me, if I was just, you know, a woman alone doing it, you feel more confident on Facebook.
1: Someone said that, too. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. I think it was one of the movers.
0: Oh, yeah. Where she...
1: Just because just if, if it's a blank avatar of just, like, a gray circle with, like, a white, uh, you know, profile image. Yeah. And you're like, who is this? Yeah. And they don't even use, like, a real name. It's just, like, a username. So yeah. you're kind of sketched. I wasn't sketched. Well, but I was saying guy. if you were... Yeah. But if... um But I loved seeing the person. Yeah. And the person who bought... The family who bought on OfferUp had purchased and sold 13 items and they had a rating so you could so that's how it works but um but yeah i'm really excited to go sell more of that stuff Uh, i think some of the weight equipment some of the stuff we're going to sell and i also the now that i'm seeing this um it's kind of a fun i remember watching gary vaynerchuk talk about garage sales for the past four years Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm not going to do garage sales um but there's certain items that if you really pay close attention, like through Marshall's or TJ Maxx or certain items, because there's people who are going to just give this stuff away if they're strapped.
0: And if you have a
1: garage to have a piece and it's like, I don't know if it's really worth the effort. We don't have a truck. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but I I just, I loved the dopamine hit of waking up and checking my phone being like $900. I'm about to go make 450 bucks right now. Yeah. But you have to own the stuff. So I'd have to do do the flipping, which I'm not going to do. And remember too, my dad
0: told us about all those like baseball cards he has. I'd be curious to look at all those for him, you know, because you just never know what you have. And that's why Gary V loves the garage sales, because one person might not know they have an actual treasure sitting right there.
1: Well, until I did this, I never would have done it. It seems like (laughs) so what's the word? Hectic doesn't cover it. (laughs) Just the idea of taking, if I was going to pitch, it would be like, hey, you got a chair, you don't use it. Take a picture, post it to Facebook. Tanya hits you up. Tanya says, hey, I don't want to pay $200. i will give you $125. you are like, this is great. I'll be there at noon. You walk downstairs. You go, hi, Tanya. She goes, this chair is awesome. You put it in the truck. She pays you 125 and you wave, and you sit there in the sunset as she goes away. She's got a new chair, and you're picturing her in it. You're counting your money. You go upstairs. You sit down. You crack a beer. That sounds amazing, but it doesn't go that
0: way. No. It
1: doesn't go no. that way. There are so many people that you're talking to like all day who are like, can you do this or this, or I'm gonna come pick it up, or I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be there at one. And then I drive to the house and they're like, oh, sorry, 20 minutes before. Sorry, can't make it till five. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And then this one woman who seemed really nice, I just maybe think it came out of text wrong, but not really. So she wanted this dining table. And this dining table was massive. Yeah. It was a rectangular <laughs> white wooden table with eight chairs. So imagine a dining table this big. We were going to sell it for $600. And she goes, or it was like higher than that, but $600 is what we agreed on. And she goes, I'm going to come over at 5 o'clock on like Thursday to pick it up. Granted, it did start raining and she canceled. Yeah, And I said, okay. You know, there's rain, so I get it. But I said, well, what about uh, tomorrow at 5? And she goes, well, I can't do tomorrow at 5. Can we do the morning? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what about 10 a.m.? She goes, 10 a.m. is great. So I go to the house. I'm getting ready. Me and my dad and your dad all carry this heavy thing out. We put it in the yard. And I look down at my app at 9.39 a.m., She goes, hey, having a crisis at the house with the painters, so sorry. Can we do five? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that would be great. (laughs) So anywho, later that day, someone else came over for a bedroom set around one o'clock. And he showed up on time. He paid us right away through Zelle. He was right into our bank account. He picked him up and then he went home and then hit us up an hour later around two and goes, hey, I actually want to buy that table and the two chairs. How much? And I go, this guy already showed up. Two chairs or eight chairs? No, he wanted the dining table, the eight chairs, but also those two leather seating chairs and the end table. And he goes, how much for all of it? So we agreed on a price and he came back at 230 and we sold him all the rest of that stuff. He picked it up. His son was there. We loaded everything in and took it away. So I write this woman at like three o'clock and I go, Hey, just want to let you know, I ended up selling the table because this gentleman came back and she goes, Oh my gosh. She's like, we were going to come today. I wish you would have asked me. I go, you've canceled on
0: me twice. What
1: makes me think you're actually going to show up at 5 o'clock? I wish you
0: would have asked me.
1: This guy showed up, and he also spent like $1,300, $1,400 with us. That's true, too. So I said, you know what? And this is just the rules of the world. If if I would have said yes to her and she had never canceled previously, I would have said, hey, you can take everything but the table. That person's coming at 5. But she's canceled twice, so I let it go but you're also dealing with like strangers again and you're dealing with that. So overall it worked out well. We cleaned out the entire garage, sold all that stuff. So now I'm excited to tackle the storage unit and sell some of that stuff.
0: So crazy. Well, so to circle back this whole story on the day we went to Target, you ended up selling $400 worth of, or you know, your cut. And so we go to Target and we're thinking, oh, hey, we can get everything we need. We'll just use this cash. It'll be great, bada bing, bada boom, done. And we started seeing all the target prices. And so our cart started just, just really was adding up. Everything was adding up. And we ended up playing this game that we were both guessed who was going to be closer. And we ended up spending like $181 over. Yeah. Which for everything we got, I think was like a really great deal.
1: Well, and if you take away, we got, we got beer. We got wine. We got some food.
0: And food too. I bet you if you take
1: that 60, 70 out. We were only 110 over budget. But we got a patio furniture set. They're so cute. and Because you have a small balcony. But it's super cute. We have these adorable bulbs.
0: What happened to the bulbs, babe? Well,
1: first of all, we (laughs) bought just one to see how they'd look. Uh, And then we were going to go back if I liked it. So we're going to do kind of like an X. Like it's going to droop like this. We we saw someone else do that. It was really pretty. But we're doing like a different style out there and I use those little adhesive hooks where you peel it and you stick it on there and hold it and it has the hook. Right. So I did it successfully. And I was like, this is amazing. Look how beautiful this looks. But when I opened the door, it would hit the lights. So Alyssa's like, can you go like higher, you know, like higher? Um, so not a little, but you're like way up there. Well, yeah. So I got the stool, you know, and went, went back and I, I put it really high. And then I went over to the last one to put it really high and I twisted it around the loop to hold it before putting it into an extension cord, and I turned, and it unraveled, and it swung down and smashed smashed a bulb. So we have to go back to Target. (laughs) It's going to work, but we need to buy two strands of lights, and I ordered a protective cover over the outlet outside, so when it rains. It's under a balcony, so I don't think it would be a problem, but they already had one on, but the one they have on Doesn't have a hole in the bottom for the cord to come out so i said well that's annoying and i'm also not going to move the chairs out and like bend down just to put these damn lights on so i ordered again (laughs) from amazon this little adapter that you plug in it'll hang down you plug it in it comes with a remote so now the little outlet will be remote controlled for the lights outside so we have all that stuff coming wow i'm gonna make it so cute out there because that's kind of our oasis if we just wanted to step out quick at which night. Which
0: we have, which is nice.
1: You know, but we have, so, we have a courtyard. We have all this space Love outside. And, and it really, um, and then last thing on this, um, living in that hotel kind of got my pet back in my step of, of being out. Like I became such a homebody and such a wet blanket. And I think a lot of people, yeah. maybe all of you are feeling it now. I didn't realize how much the lockdown like messed with me until I was kind of in it for a year and then started to get out of it Mm -hmm. where I was like, this is life. Yep. You know, I I didn't realize that like being around people and going out and getting a drink at a bar or having dinner or stopping for a little lunch or, um, you know, going to places, seeing people and like not being afraid of people, you know, and going to a grocery store, like living life. And in that hotel, it, it made me Like there's a difference when we woke up in the big house where you go make coffee and go sit out by the pool. Love that. It was beautiful, but it's also like you're in the same spot, but in the hotel, I would get up and I had to go down and get the breakfast before 930. So it got us on this really early kick. We've been waking up at like 637 all week and it's been amazing. We get so much done and I would go get coffee and I'd go get us breakfast and just getting out of the house, walking the dog. It's kind of the same thing as making your bed.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: you make your bed, you kind of get that dopamine hit of like, I did something right. I did something positive. And then you go and you brush your teeth and you floss and you get dressed and now you're ready for the day. And yeah. then you go to the gym and then you walk the dog. You're already showing and starting your day by winning. Yeah. And Small wins. it gets you out of your, it, it just gets you there. So for, for me, I'm like, let's go grab coffee or let's let's go downstairs and like let's be around people and it just makes the rest of your day full.
0: Yeah. I so totally agree.
1: that's why I'm like okay, let's just go places, let's do things. Let's
0: live a little, and baby. And let's live
1: a little. Um which
0: we have been doing and I'm very excited.
1: Well, you know who isn't living a little?
0: Britney Spears.
1: Britney Spears. So
0: Great segue. I give that a A+. Do you remember back in early 2000s when Britney kind of had like a little bit of that meltdown? She shaved her head. Do you remember all that? Mm -hmm. So that's why the conservatorship originally started. Like there was just a lot going on. And I remember back then thinking, oh, wow, her father, Jamie Spears, really is being a hero stepping up and like handling. She like kind of was a little out of control. But granted, there's a lot behind that story.
1: Yeah, but before we get into the story, though, what? But in what regard, though, would you have a conservatorship? Like, is, they were afraid—what—that she was going to hurt herself?
0: No, that she was just going to make some really poor choices because at that time too, she but had that's her
1: life to do. If, I if know. Long as she wasn't a danger to actually like harming herself, right, or harming others. Um, well, but it,
0: conservatorships generally happen with people who are way older who can't make the right decisions you know maybe they're 90 and they need someone to make every last decision that i
1: think it was sense. that netflix movie i care a lot oh yeah which was a messed up movie and like it's weird but it's a good watch but it's I don't weird i think
0: I saw that it's weird it's weird it you don't you feel really funny. feel
1: good about it you, you kind of root for the main characters but not really because they're b- doing awful things yeah it's very it makes you feel funny but i think that's probably what it was what it something was. like that Where they lose control over making their, basically your freedom is gone.
0: Completely. Because she even did these MTV documentaries way back in the day. Because she's been in a conservatorship for 13 years. So for the first like 10 years of it, she was a workhorse. She was doing all these tours. She was in Vegas doing a residency there. And there was an MTV documentary and she just seemed so sad. And she was explaining, I just miss being able to drive in my own car. Like she couldn't even do that; they wouldn't allow it.
1: Which is BS because if you're, do you know the 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 mental fortitude you must have to do a residency in Vegas, yep. to to muster up the strength and courage and confidence and sing and the taxing on, on your body and you have like, to like be a you dynamite can, human being. If to you pull can that off. be Britney Spears on stage, you don't need need a conservatorship.
0: No. And that's what she ended up saying because I, I listened to the full thing. And she, first of all, I was just so proud of her because if you follow on Instagram, I don't even know if you're aware of this, but her team made her seem very like flighty, drugged up, just weird stuff. And they did this on purpose. And she even explained like all the abuse that happened of them, like drugging her and giving her all these meds that she didn't need, but she ended up saying hey, if I can employ all of these people, have all of these jobs, make all of this money, pay all these, like everything. She goes, I think I can make the own decisions in my life. Yeah, Like to the point that she even can't get an IUD out of her because her conservatorship won't let her. Like that is insane. Like she is one of the hardest working women and this it's just it's just absolutely mind-blowing so i know that for all of these years the free britney army has just been there and like britney spears is that one person for me i think we all kind of have it when we're young that there's just that one public figure that like really did it for you and i just loved her so much growing up like she was just so so wonderful i knew every little like nuance about her and all of her cute quirks and she just was this girl from louisiana who had the brightest spirit ever she's really goofy funny and you would see like all the behind scene video behind the scenes videos you know you'd watch the mtv documentaries and go oh my gosh i love this celebrity as the years started passing a lot of fans like me who knew this old britney were like this is very weird you don't see that same spirit like she seems very dull and it's we just felt something very different and so when i started seeing the free britney stuff I would do deep dives and I would read about, you know, everything they were saying that was true. <laughs> All of these fans. I mean that like, I literally just got chills. People who don't even know her knew something was wrong. And so the other day you come out and you're like, Oh babe, did you see her sister spoke out and said something? And I was like, yeah, we don't stand Jamie Lynn. Like she, I don't know. A lot of people are just like her entire family did not speak out when they should have this entire time you're allowing this to happen. Like that's so naughty.
1: Yeah. There's the the thing that we, and I don't think anyone can truly comprehend is that. I mean, she's kind of like Prince Michael Jackson, um, you know, Britney Spears, like even Bieber. Um, There's some people that are so big Mm -hmm. that they're like a, a moving like Amazon or Facebook. Like yeah. they're that big, yeah. Like like everyone knows Britney Spears.
0: Every person in the world. Every person <laughs> in the much. world.
1: And there's probably so much money and so much, um, just behind her as a business, and I think that gets the best of people. Yeah. Because that's the only reason you would do that, unless you're like a sociopath, where you're like trying to hurt your daughter on purpose. But it. it but at the same time, that's that's where greed. Is, is it's what money gives gets a bad name from people like her dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who is like, how much money do you need, dude? Why are you sacrificing your daughter's life? I mean, don't you have enough?
0: I think he's always been an issue. Like I think their relationship has just always been a mess and it's just probably like the kind of person he is. Like not a very There's good person. There's something wrong
1: with him. There's gotta be something wrong. Cause you, you need, when you're that famous, even if you're like micro, micro famous, like how I was or am yeah. from days, days
0: yeah.
1: um, there's still moments that even, there's probably no difference between 10,000 people screaming your name mm-hmm. or a hundred million. It's still a abnormal amount of attention sure. for just, just an, an average person walking on the street.
0: But even and, think about Day of Days. Every year they do this big event at Universal in LA. And yes. all the fans come and I we've always said we're like can you imagine if that like that what happens at Day of Days is what Britney Spears's life is like Everywhere. every day, every second.
1: But without the restrictions of having a, form, a format, security, um because I'm sure most people are great, but there's also people just lose their minds when it's like, that's why she has a bodyguard though. Bodyguards. Um, But there are times that if you don't have family, close friends like Hollywood and that can eat you alive. Yeah. And even with my, my point of even me being micro micro famous is that there's even moments where it helped having a good family. And it helped having, but imagine that feeling that I can relate to like a percentage, like a 1% of what she is. Um, All these big people, they all go through this weird transformation because they didn't have the coming to life adult decade. Yes. What I experienced from 21 to 31, I wasn't so rich and famous that things were just, I didn't have to grow. Right. I had to grow. Yeah. And I think everyone who gets famous at 14, 15, 16, the 10 years of developing during that hardship of your 16 to like 30. Right. It, they don't get.
0: Well, you know what else is really weird in current events right now in pop culture? You know, Drake Bell from Josh and Drake. Mm-hmm. And then there's also this other. Happened? Didn't he like. So this, there's something about like something with a minor he did and the same thing happened with this other (sighs) actor Kyle Kyle Massey I think is his name he was another like Disney or Nickelodeon kid and it is the same thing with a minor and at this point they're probably in their 30s so I was talking to Sarah about this and because they were child stars and I mean I'm not making excuses for anything I'm just trying to go like what the heck what are you doing you're in your 30s well there's
1: there's there's a It seems like there's an abnormal amount of this that happens in Hollywood. Um, But maybe we only hear about that. Maybe it is in a lot of industries, but Hollywood is in the spotlight. So maybe you hear more. I don't know, but it just, it's in, it's, it seems like every week there's somebody who's not, um, you know, getting consent, who's being completely a predator. You're getting people who are with minors and
0: But I feel, though, with child stars, and we've always said this, when they get that fame, whether they're 13, they're 14, maybe they're younger, they're stunted. Their growth is stunted because everyone becomes a yes man to them. And so, like you said, you don't have to continue to grow, and you might be stunted at this 14-year-old level. Like, it's the only thing that makes any sort of like psychological sense if i'm trying to like understand what is going on i don't know i know it's like even that's what they said about michael jackson i know
1: is that he got famous at six or seven and that's why his personality kind of never evolved past that yeah um but these are just yet again just i don't know what you want to call them theories or or whatever i mean we don't know it's interesting
0: to read about i'm sure there are a lot of different essays and research and the psychological world of of that i mean who knows I, I, it's just something that thinking about i'm like why do we keep hearing about this
1: well and i think we're, we're probably going to go through a phase which we need in our society this is coming out a lot yeah starting with like epstein harvey um and then you know all these stories with minors and people getting and, and like the me too like it's starting to get out there and then there's a whole um, with with, the, I don't even want to really like say all this stuff on our channel, yeah. But, um, even with you know, human beings being brought in and out of the country yeah. illegal, like there's uh, in a um, you know, trafficking kind of way, um, there's just a lot of really dark things that happen. And I think bringing light to it, we're gonna start seeing it a lot, and that's gonna create change, yeah. Because there's a lot, a lot of stuff that has gone on in this world <sighs> since the beginning of time that is so messed up, so messed up, but we can't let that little tiny percentage of darkness overshadow how good most people are. Yep. And there's a lot of people who are who are who are mentally ill and they need help and that's another whole but discussion that's a whole too. Discussion. So it's like you have to be responsible for your actions. You have to know the difference between right and wrong and most people do. Yeah. But um You know what's really I, anytime kids are involved, especially it's just the worst. It's
0: the, well yeah.
1: I don't care if sixteen, like there's like if you're like in high school like around that age but when you start getting into like late 20s early 30s 40s and people are like i don't understand it i
0: know
1: you know i know like there was even sketchiness like they're like even when you're when you when you graduate high school and you're a freshman in college Mm -hmm. and there's a junior in high school that's technically illegal right But it's like, you're like, yeah, that's more of like a law thing where if you're 19 and 17, yes, legally, you know. Yeah. But, so that's a little different even though it is still illegal. But 33 and like 15, 16, 17 is like, what the hell? It's just, I don't know.
0: It's crazy. And the other thing I will say about the whole Britney situation, it's really interesting that... When she was young, because she got famous at what, like 15, 16? She was a teenager, but all of society like sexualized her to be, like remember she did that Rolling Stone cover and she was probably 17 in her bra and panties.
1: She was 17? Yeah,
0: and they had like Teletubbies though, like on the cover, but she was like, it was the weirdest thing and they like sexualized her into being this big sex symbol. But then, cut to now that she's older, they're treating her like she's an infant so what is that
1: yeah i actually Weird. heard there's a lot back in the day they would put 15 16 17 year olds i think on covers of magazines mm-hmm. and exploit them in a way that like yeah, it's horrible
0: it's it was like, horrible. No. if you look back at the early 2000s the stuff that they showed for you know teenagers. who did it
1: right i just want to check her age real quick how old's billy eilish
0: Mm, she could just be eighteen, or she could be seventeen.
1: No, I think she's definitely eighteen. Billie Eilish, she's nineteen. Oh, she's nineteen now. So she she waited. She came out mm-hmm. with her Vanity Fair.
0: Yeah, it was like the first
1: time she was, you know, showing showing skin. off herself in like a, I guess you'd say, in a sexual way. Yeah. not sexual, but uh, was showing definitely yeah. more skin. Yeah, she's used to the baggy sweatshirt. So when we saw right. that. But, but she's 19.
0: so and, exactly. she,
1: and someone else made a great point on Andrew Schultz's podcast that Billie mm-hmm. Eilish became one of the biggest stars in the world with a baggy sweatshirt being this young teen and made it without using sex at all. Yep. And now she's the biggest star in the world. And if she wants to feel comfortable and put her body out there at 19 as an adult, it, it, she, it, she's doing it probably just to you know, to go into adulthood, but she's not right. using it for her career because no. she's already made it. And what a she unique situation. Payments. It's not like she was just showing that off, you know, to make it. Right. So it was well, pretty Well, and that's the other
0: thing I wanted to say too, like as a woman, if you want to fricking just be confident and show yourself and do your thing, that is great. You know, like celebrate that feminine energy and do it up. But if you're doing it to try and get famous, like it's so cool. She waited.
1: Yeah, it's I so mean, awesome. there, there's a million ways to go about it. You know, some people can use it and and it can help them. Other people, you know, it that that's there's it's, just
0: it's a crazy world. That it, it's really hard to life. maneuver
1: um, <laughs> through life in general. Um, but and,
0: sex does sell. That's well, yeah.
1: I mean, but I, I'm saying like, it, it's hard enough just in without life, being as, in Hollywood yeah. to just live. Yeah. And then when you add Hollywood to it or you add all this attention Fame, to it. money. And that's <laughs> what I love about Joe Rogan is that he he always stayed humble. Yeah. And he says well, he goes I got famous in my 30s. So we, 30s like,
0: like, like you up. and I
1: know who we are. Yeah. So it's like as we continue to grow, it's not going to change who I am because I know my values. Yeah. If we would have gotten famous and rich at 21, I would have probably fell into that category. Yeah. of of just being um, a little more reckless because I, yeah. I felt invincible Yeah, w- in like 2012 and 13 because I was just like every year was getting I better and better and so like <laughs> I was just super confident about everything I was going to do I, I didn't think of others as much as I do now yeah. I didn't have empathy I was just kind of like it was all about me yeah. I was a nice guy I didn't yeah. hurt people no. I would never do anything illegal right but I'm saying like I could care less about anything. I, was, I wasn't i was thoughtful. I wasn't reading. I wasn't learning. I was just a young actor kid that everything I was doing at that time was working and then things started not working. Yep. And um,
0: But that's why adversities are just so imperative in life and developing who you are. Yeah, at the time you're going through it, it's awful, but it makes you the person you are and then you can contribute to the world and be a better person and that's what we all need.
1: <laughs> and And reach people. Yeah. And that's what I'm happy about with our podcast and our content is that we share about our lives. We, we share, you know, we kind of have a lifestyle thing like genre. Um, but I also like to share the lessons that we've learned in life because we've had a lot of people come up to us and, and, and share that, that our podcast has helped them or or we've talked about something positive. And, and that's why I like to share all the knowledge that in my life, like when, when the whole mortgage thing, trying to get a mortgage. I was like, I've never learned about that. So when I did, I was like, well, probably other people want to know. Maybe some already know, but let's use the platform when there's something super interesting or we overcome something. Share that because it can impact people. And more people are
0: going through stuff than not. Period. We all have our struggles. So speaking out and sharing your truth, you never know who that can help. Someone who's going through that exact thing. Like even... When we were going through our car accident i remember i would look up on youtube or content creators or whatever it was anyone who had gone through something similar because hearing their stories gave me hope during yeah. the hardest part so you know always be honest and speak your truth and be vulnerable and authentic i think surround now, yourself with people ever, who yeah. are going
1: to keep you real yeah that's the that's the good part is it does something for your soul like being around family I've seen my, my mom now once in the past three months, my dad, three times, Mm -hmm. my cousins are coming, uh, next week. We, I, we've spent how many days with your parents? Like, yeah, like dozens. (laughs) And there's just something about family that does something for your soul. And that's something that we were also missing out on, uh, for 15 years. And I, yet again, didn't realize it like the pandemic or, or the lockdown, just being around family and good friends, um, what that does for you it's part of the human condition yep so um but anywho um we will bring you the apartment tour very soon we'll be back next wednesday um with another podcast and um and i think that's it for now. i think that's
0: it for now yeah
1: so uh, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next wednesday have a great week everyone